0: Today's episode is sponsored by Bush Bomb. You guys, I'm so excited because they just launched their five milliliter oils for the nude, Sweet Escape, and Bermuda. They're sold in packs of 10, or you can get a bundle of 60, which would include 20 of each type of oil. So 20 nude, 20 escape, 20 Bermuda. This is perfect for adding it into your first time guest goodie bag. This is perfect for your clients that are going on vacation and want a smaller bottle. You could just have these on hand and sell them for $4, get people hooked, and that's going to make you big bucks in the end. You guys definitely need to log on to Bush Bomb's wholesale site, make an account if you haven't already, and check these new smaller sized oils out today. (laughs) you. <laughs> What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Bree. Welcome to season two, bitches. Mm, season two, baby. Yes. So today we are super excited because we have a special guest here. She is from Indie. We have Ashley and her Instagram is Black Label Aesthetics. How are you? Yes. I'm great. How are you guys today? We're doing good. Fab. fab. So (laughs) we are starting season two off strong, I guess, huh? Yeah, really strong. And I wanted to bring Ashley on. Well, we wanted to have you on for a while. It's just, you know, when you're a business owner and time. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, Ashley, the first thing that I always ask our guests to do is kind of like give the listeners a rundown, you know, of, your aesthetic journey to where you started
1: Mm -hmm. to where you are now. Awesome. Well, it's been almost 11 years, so it's a long journey, but we'll shorten that. Damn. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Um, I started in high school, my junior year of high school, I went to cosmetology school. Um, So we went my junior and senior year, did like a half day kind of thing um, absolutely hated hair was like, no, 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 we're not doing any of that. Um, so when I graduated, I had my cosmetology license and I just did what, you know, everybody else was doing. I was like, I guess I have to go to college. Cause I mean, that's what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. So went to Ivy tech for a semester, failed all my classes <laughs> and told my parents I was like, all right, I'm just like, not this, we're not doing this right now. Like, I'm just not like, I can come back to this later. They were super supportive. They're like, you know, we don't care what you do as long as you're doing something. Like you don't have to go to college. You don't have to do whatever. As long as you're doing something and you're not sitting at home doing nothing, then we're fine with that. So I found a makeup school in Chicago and I was like, please, can I please go? And they're like, all right, we'll figure out how you can go since you're not doing college. So moved to Chicago for four months, lived with my great aunt, um, right outside of the city, took the train to school every day, went to makeup school there, um, came back and was like, okay, makeup is really cool. It's really fun. I love doing it, but it's really only on the weekends and I can't survive off all just doing wedding makeup on the weekends. So I was like, well, I love skincare, so let me go to esthetician school. So <laughs> to esthetician school. And this is around 2016-ish, um, graduated from esthetician school, worked a multitude of different places um, until I started dating my boyfriend, Adam, about four years ago, started working at the Beauty Society, um, which is kind of where I fell back in love with the beauty industry. Um, Just a lot of things had happened from then that strayed me away from the path. I still always came back to it, but I wasn't fully in it any longer, just kind of doing things here and there. Um, And then the last year I opened up my studio, Black Label Aesthetics.
0: Congratulations um, on that, by
1: the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's been really, really fun and of course stressful, but mm-hmm. for the most part fun. Um, so yeah, that's a little backstory on me and kind of a little bit about how I got to where I am now. So what made you want to open up Black Label? Um, I absolutely loved where I was working at before. Um, which you were the doing only lashes at beauty society. Is that correct? I was. Okay. I was doing lashes. So I was doing lashes up until right after quarantine. And then quarantine, I was like, all right, I'm done doing lashes. This is not my thing. I absolutely hate it. I love skincare. So let me transition into that. And that's kind of where that like full year, I kind of got the, the urge to just open up my own place because I, I love creating the experience and, I loved working at the Beauty Society, but I couldn't create the experience there. I couldn't set up my own vibe. I couldn't create the facials that I wanted to create. I couldn't create that experience that I really, really love to provide for my clients. So that's why I was like, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, right.
0: Were they... Um uh, understanding? And like you, you know, was it scary, obviously, to leave a place that you had been for so long? And
1: yeah, yeah, that was the longest job that I've ever kept, which was three years. Um, so it was super scary. I was like, am I making the right decision? Um, luckily enough, my Adam's sister is the owner. So she kind of knew from the beginning that that's kind of the journey I was wanting to take. Okay. So she was already aware of that. Um, and then when I really started turning the wheels and being like, okay, this is really something that I want to do. I always kept her updated and posted mm-hmm. on like my next move. And when I was ready for that, not only cause it's my boyfriend's sister, but I don't want to burn any bridges either. And like, I do plan on marrying him. So I'm going oh to God. be surrounded by you for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I don't want to burn any bridges. And I respected her and the opportunity that she did give me at the time. So I just kept her posted and it was a super easy smooth transition with no hard feelings and very uh, any for any
2: listeners who are kind of going through that and you're wondering how you should do things like go about on going out to your own that's probably the best way to do it honestly yeah like I know that for me I had girls that left to start their own thing and did not tell me anything about it they just up and left and so I definitely think that's harder. That's harder. Yeah, like even though I was like, oh my god, like I try to be super understanding, be like, oh my god, I get it, like whatever. No, you know, bridges are burned. They did get yeah. burned.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately
2: I'm like, and then like th- things weren't communicated properly, like transitioning the clients and stuff like that. So I think uh-huh. how you did it is definitely the way to go. Because I mean, obviously yeah. it's ner- you're nervous. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to tell m- the owner of the salon I work at yeah. that I'm thinking about leaving. I would rather know eight months ahead of time. Yeah. And then yeah. like we can slowly phase you to like your new thing that you're doing so I can bring someone in, yep. get them going, train them, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm sure that's that's how they
1: did it with you, and that's probably why they they appreciate.
2: I I mean, coming from a business owner, I would I
1: appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah. And then one thing I will say is, if you are going to tell them, be ready to be ready to be told you're gonna you're you're done in two weeks or you know thousand percent.
2: Yeah, I had a I had one of my hairdressers. She told her the owner of the salon she was working at, and she was booth rent. Um, and she was like, hey, you know, I'm just considering going to the Naked Pineapple. It probably won't be for another, like, month or two. And they were like, okay, pack up your shit and get out now. (laughs) And literally, like, they packed her car up within an hour and kicked her ass out. And then she, like, came into the salon for her wax and was, like, bawling (laughs) for me. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, they ended up kicking me out because I told them I was going to come here. I was like, bitch, we weren't even going to have you come here for, like, another two months. Because I didn't have, like, the station set up or anything. Yeah. And then we literally just like fucking
0: hustled and got all the stations and shit put together literally in a day. Well, <laughs> and I also think it's different if like uh you're coming from like a corporate corporate place like european or something they definitely yeah. as soon as they get a hint in the fucking oh, wind, yeah that you you're make an leaving, instagram and they're like get yeah oh, you're Moe, done you're Me. on your
2: website or whatever
0: <laughs> so yeah. i mean but it, it all comes with the territory you're kind of jumping off a yeah. cliff when you start your own business so i guess yeah. you know here we go i guess i, guess I
2: would Young. i would go i would base it off i mean clearly you had a good relationship with the owner duh Future sister in law, but like same thing with me. Like I would think all my girls have a good enough relationship with me where they would feel comfortable to tell me, and I wouldn't like punch them in the face. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I get I get both sides. But honestly, like if you're anyone's listening to this, that and you're thinking about doing it, just be upfront. Especially yeah. if it's a small yeah. business. Like obviously, corp
0: corporate, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who cares? What, we're talking about like places yes. like us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yes. Ashley, okay, you you took the leap, you started your own business. So, what have you found to be, you know, maybe two or three of your biggest struggles so far uh kind of going out on your own cuz it is just you now.
1: Yes. Um doing all of the things <laughs> <laughs> that is probably one of the most difficult things, um, which you both know. It's just like you know, there's just always something. Yeah. The list, the to do list, never, the to do list never ends. And I've just w- had to learn how to be okay with the to do list never being done because I'm the type of person that's like, "Let's okay, we checked off all the things." That's like really we're done. good. That was there really is,
2: good advice right there. I don't think you realized there, it, but being okay with the to do list never being done. That is yeah, the best advice probably end. I think I've ever heard, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It is. Uh, it's difficult, but I've learned to, you know, all right, today we got to accomplish these three things. Or today, like, these are the two non-negotiable things that I have to do that mm-hmm. I like, cannot, I can't go to sleep until these two things are done. So... It's narrow the list down instead of looking at twenty things yeah. that need to be done and then being so overwhelmed. Prioritizing do them.
2: <laughs> prioritizing the list <laughs> for sure. Yes. And you have to do it every what? day. Like you have to rearrange yes. the list every morning. You're like, okay, yes. well.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, another difficulty, I think, just um, being alone. I mean, it it just I'm a very people person, and although I see my clients, I'm still alone a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's been a really good opportunity for me to grow, but it's also been difficult as well. Um, and then just rebuilding my clientele. I mean, even though I've been in the industry for a while, leaving a place and going 45 minutes away, it, um, oh. you're going to lose time.
0: I didn't realize it was so far. So question were, you know, since you guys separated so amicably, were you given the opportunity Mm -hmm. to notify clients? Notify clients or I
1: mean all my clients follow me on social media. So I didn't personally reach out to them just because again, I wanted to I wanted I didn't want to cause any issues or be like, hey, like or put your or put me. your clients in that weird position where it's like, exactly. hey, you coming to it's, me or what? Like, <laughs> yes, and you know what? If they loved being there and it's more convenient for them, then I like I would rather you stay there than yeah. that if that works better for you. So you so, kept it. You um, wanted
2: to keep it organic, still.
1: Yes, um, I wanted. To, I didn't want to. There's no reason for me to reach out to them and be like, yo, you should come here. Or like, you you need to come mm-hmm. see me or anything. Like that I just wanted. To, you know, if they come, then they're my clients. If they don't. Then they don't, and there's also a lot of clients that I didn't really want to come with me because they weren't my ideal clientele, and it was a little bit easier for me to now say no because I own my business, right. so I I didn't have to just be taking all the clients just to take them because you know I'm only making a percentage or whatever. I mean, I'm still only making a percentage as a business owner, but you guys get money. But but yeah, just um, rebuilding that clientele, and then again, being okay. Um, with resting when I need to rest and being okay with the thought process of not always have to, like, I can take an hour for break or, like, on a day where it's supposed to be my day off, like, not thinking in my head mm-hmm. all day long, you should be doing something, you should definitely be doing something, you have a list me. of things to do, but <laughs> that is me. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, but just being, learning how to be okay with, like, I realized that I switched from working there constantly all the time, every day for long hours to moving here where I'm not working as much. And so just switching that mindset of like being in, I'm still in hustle mindset, of course, but like switching to being okay with taking that break. Mm -hmm. Like that's why I chose to move here was to not work as many hours and you guys get it all. I still work all the hours, but I'm just more, I'm more flexible with it because I own my business. So just learning.
0: And if you have like a cancellation, I think when I, my first year in business, when I was by myself, one of the things that I really learned was that like, you know, if you have a cancellation or something, like it's, I used to panic panic attacks when people cancel or whatever Mm -hmm. but then now I've grown to like accept it and be like okay I had I have a 90 minute now Now I can do this training or now I can make content or you know Mm -hmm. all those other Mm -hmm. things that you try to jam pack in your fucking day. Yeah, and like you you know, you have to almost look at
2: income differently. Yeah, yeah. Like I still view that as income. That's still valuable time to me. Absolutely. So like I'm still like instead of somebody paying me the eighty dollars that they would have spent. Now that $80 is being put into like another thing, like I'm like, okay, well, you know, instead of me getting $80, I'm going to go and do this, which is still valuable. Like a training, like Mo said. So me going and doing that training, that's still going to make me income. Maybe not right away, but later on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So on the topic of you, I am, you know, of clients. Okay. You started your own business. And this is one of the, probably the biggest question that we get asked is how did we, um, get ourselves fully booked. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, answer as honestly as you would like. But what, you know, how are, how are your books looking? Because times are weird, first of all. Everyone's slow. Yeah, second of all, yeah. second part to that question is, um, how are you getting those new clients to trickle in mm-hmm. that you, you know, have never met, seen or whatever?
1: Yes. So uh, books are slow right now, um, as they are for everybody in this industry, mm, yes, especially ma'am. for facials because facials, especially in Indiana, they they're a luxury service. Yes. I mean, people mm-hmm. are gonna go people are going to go get their nails done and their eyelashes done and their waxing done and all of that stuff before they look at that one hundred forty five dollar facial and say, "Okay, now I'm going to treat myself and go get right. it." It's just a different it's harder with facial clients to bring them in that way. And I always tell people that when they're starting off, especially if they're specializing facials, like it's going to take a little bit longer for you to fill your books. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not seeing clients for, you know, five to six to seven weeks at a time. They're not coming back every two weeks for a fill or whatever. So they are slow right now. Um, Towards the beginning of opening, they were super, super busy until right Right around this summer, it got slow for me for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's when it started when, for a lot of people. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everybody that I've talked to has been slow, um, but... To bring in new clients, you know, I I took the time to update my website and do the back end SEO things and really focus on my content and other aspects of my business to like building a coaching program and doing all those kinds of things. So I'm trying to switch the mindset of, oh no, you don't have enough clients to okay, now you're given this opportunity. Yeah. Yeah this opportunity time to like sit down and work on it. Like you just have to actually sit down and work on it. What is your, what
2: is your other business called? We'll
0: plug it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, so we do project evolve co, um, which we are wrapping things up with that. We'll still be doing kind of like webinars and stuff, but since she does coaching and I do coaching as well, it's going to kind of slow down a little bit Mm -hmm. as far as how many events we host just because we both own businesses we both want to do coaching there's just so many things going on so we want to keep it alive with probably webinars and things like that but it's definitely going to slow down as far as how much we do Mm -hmm. um and switch more to our personal businesses yeah. So, um, but that's been great. It's been awesome. It's been able to connect me to a lot of estheticians, mm-hmm. um, that are newer and just starting, which is really my passion is to help those newbie SCs yeah. start out and kind of get their, um, feet on the ground. I love seasoned STs and all that, but my passion is just helping those girls who are like, what the hell do I do Yeah. Next? Cause you like, don't I learn, learn that in beauty anything. school. <laughs> yes. yes. So like, I noticed
2: that you really focus on your branding
0: yeah. And
2: mm-hmm. it's phenomenal.
0: Like, I literally tell people all the time, like, dude, I this remember is her aesthetic on yeah it. I like, remember oh. her video when you first, you know, launched Black Label. That oh, video, it was like, I was like a, a, a like commercial music video. Oh, Jesus what is Christ. Life? Like, I was like, God, yeah. I suck. I'm I'm a shame me
2: as fuck, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was just like, I'm always so impressed when I see your stuff because it's so consistent. Mm-hmm. And our one oh. of our last episodes was literally with a branding coach. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, and I just feel like I I mean I creep on you and your boyfriend because he does a lot of the stuff with you. And so I creeped mm-hmm. on him, of course. And I was like, even his shit's
0: good. Like, I haven't looked at his.
2: <laughs> yeah. I creeped on him. And um, I just love the flow of it. I love, like, obviously I love black walls and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, You already know. Um, so, of course, I love that. But I just love how, like, everything is so consistent all throughout Everything yeah. you post. Literally anything and everything. Um, do you feel like that has helped you with clientele? Or has it stressed you out? <laughs> Mo's it stresses me out. Feels. I feel
0: that. Does it stress um, you out? Be honest.
1: A little bit of both. Because... A, a little bit of both, a little bit of both. So I love doing it. But then of course there's those moments where you're in like that creative rut where you can't really like think yeah. of anything and things aren't flowing the right way. But I've just learned that you're always going to have those times where you're feeling super creative and you need to take advantage of those moments. Like if you have a couple of hours, like sit down and take advantage of that and create all the content right then, because chances are tomorrow you're not going to feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. So I've learned. I agree ride the wave of creativeness and when I'm not feeling creative like that's okay like because the other day I created 12 posts when I was feeling creative so now I can uh, that or whatever. <laughs> but but the difference is too is that I genuinely love content creation I have literally since I was in the eighth grade and I was filming YouTubes and how had a blog and like how to blog and like I was that girl that nerdy girl in high school before it was cool to create content I that was creating content so like it's always been something that I have loved. So I feel like that's where, it, for me, it differs a little bit because some people don't genuinely love that where I'm like, oh, yes, let's create some like dope ass content, mm-hmm. like aesthetically pleasing. So like, yeah, it definitely stresses me out. I feel like content creation stresses everybody out, but it's something that I'm extremely passionate about and that I do on the side too as an extra stream of income too for yeah. other brands stuff like that. So it's something that I love to do. So I feel like it's a little bit, different when it comes to content creation for me
0: sometimes it's easier to you know and that's so smart that you're good at it and you've created this extra stream of income with that because we talk about having Mm -hmm. you know multiple streams if you are a solo SD. Um, But uh, what I was saying is sometimes when you're, like, helping even another SD or another brand, it's easier as the outside, you know, looking in to, For like, sure. be like, you should do this. You should yeah. do this. Yeah. Oh, my God. thousand percent. Yeah. Then when you're inside and you're like, okay, what the fuck should you I do I, today? It's almost
2: like I... Overanalyze all the things mm-hmm. I'm wanting to do for my own shit. But yeah. for some, I can literally look like I can be like, oh my God, Rebel Waxing you should do XYZ. Yeah. Da, da, da. Like if I was there, I would do this, this, and this. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so good. At, I can even do that with people's homes. I'm like, oh my God, you should decorate this way, and this way. And then <laughs> with mine, I'm like, good eye for, yeah. Um, but with my place, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. It's almost because you're just like, it's so continuous. It's not new. Yes. I love cleaning other people's yes. houses. hate cleaning mine. Because other, people, other people's houses, I'm like, it's new. I'm like, I want to touch everything. But with mine, I'm just like, eh, I already did it. Like, did it a million times. But that's how I feel with, yes. like, content. Dude, like, I just, I deleted Canva, the app, off my phone today. Because I was, or it was actually two days ago. Because I was literally just, like, so mentally, like, drained with ideas. Yeah. I was like, no, not just going to fucking delete it. And then when I have the Sparky and I'll redownload it. Because then it'll be new damn i'm playing tricks with myself wow (laughs)
0: um okay ashley so you know you did project evolve co and i kind of watched that for you which is awesome congratulations on that and so project evolve co was you and i'm not quite sure who the other coach's name is is it another ashley was it ashley ashley yeah Yeah, but from lafayette (laughs) right Oh, yes, she's, so yeah. she's from Indiana. And so you guys yeah. were doing that. Um, I am kind of bummed you guys
2: are going to take it slow because I feel like we need something like that here.
0: Well, they're just doing we're their gonna... separate.
2: They're going, you know, they're. Yeah, but I like that you guys were doing like in-person stuff. Because I, probably... I was even telling like my like clients that are students in beauty School. I was like, you should do that. Yeah.
1: Well, let's be realistic. Knowing us, we say we're going to take it slow, but as soon as ideas right. start popping up, we'll probably take advantage of them. But um, we're just kind of seeing where it goes. She yeah. is in season, like I said, of really honing in on her coaching business mm-hmm. and to be to be coaching there and there and building that. Yeah, that's right. Um, I. Something that's super important to us is that we give our all wherever we give it. I don't ever, ever, ever want to charge something for something and then not me not fully be wholeheartedly like I'm in on this. Honestly, I think that's why Mo and I, I
2: I think that's why we still haven't done our waxing class.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's a lot to spread yourself so thin. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm the same way. I don't want to do like 40%. Yeah. Effort. Yeah. And I'm the type of person where I'll be like, yeah, that's, like, a great idea. Like, let's do that. And then, like, you start doing it and you're like, wow, this is actually, like, a lot of work. Well, it's also unpaid work.
1: Yes. For starting. Oh. So, you know, you have your clients and then we have our coaching students and then I have the girls for Project Evolve and then I have, you know, my end of things. So spreading myself then is just not something that I'm interested in. (laughs) (laughs) doing any longer because it affects my mental like so much so we're just phasing out this end of the year gonna take a little bit of break probably going to launch another beauty business school we'll see if that happens um but uh yeah just taking it slow but of course if you know if we have the ideas we'll run with it so um so now
0: you know I mean we're not we're a little over halfway through the year and so Mm -hmm. what are the plans for for you? What are I know you're really big into like manifestation and goals, Mm -hmm. right? So what do you kind of see happening for you in the next year?
1: You know, I am on a journey right now, wherever God plans to take me. Um, I'm a huge transition of life right now. And I love everything that I do, but I'm getting to the point where I need to start narrowing it down and not doing all of the things because, you know, we're, you know, I'm 27. I'm probably going to be getting married soon, you know, eventually going to want to start a family. So really, I'm just in a huge transition phase where I'm kind of like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if I'm leaning into more of that client space or I'm going to lean more out and do more of the business coaching. Um, so I don't really have the best. Do you, do you for think you, you you'll ever hire someone? Um, I actually have someone that I'm interviewing to <laughs> in my. To um, I won't be hiring them. Um, because I'm just I don't I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of you. work. I got you. <laughs> I got <don't> you. <laughs> but I do have someone that is probably going to come in here and take up um, most of the days that I'm not in here. So that's that nice focus on building the stuff that i would like to do like more of the business coaching and all of that kind of stuff so that way i don't have to worry about the rent here but i can still take my clients and then still have more of those days to focus on um building the coaching and all of that kind of stuff so in a huge transition um and we'll, i like i said we'll just see where god takes me <laughs> i love that um transitions
0: give me anxiety a lot of anxiety it's been very stressful <laughs> um so what? Uh, another question that we get a lot is like what do you do to kind of like calm your anxiety what do you do you know to separate and give yourself that work-life balance I saw the other day you took yourself on a date which I thought was so cute <laughs> um but um, yeah what do you do go to music
1: festivals <laughs> that's right you're you like EDM I'm a little festival girly. Um, but yeah, I love music, so concerts. I and mean, I just don't really say no to a lot of things with friends. And I have learned to, yeah, just not say no. I told myself this year that I really wanted to um, take more time with my friends and, you know, building those relationships more so than being like, oh, I just got off work at seven. Like, I'm exhausted. I can't go, like, whatever. Which I get. And like, sometimes I do say no and stay in bed and take a bubble bath. But at the same time, like my friends are so important to me. And when I am with them, like just like the stress of everything else just kind of like melts away. And I'm just in that moment with my friends, whether it's at a concert or hanging out, watching movies or whatever it is. But other than hanging out with friends and music festivals, I'm a bubble bath girl. Like you can catch me in the bubble bath every single night. And if I haven't taken one in a couple of days, you will definitely notice. Love it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So last question. And I always ask all of our guests this. And, uh, you know, you don't have to name any names or anything. But we always (laughs) love to hear if you've ever had, like, client horror story or, like, any difficult client that you've had to be with. And how did you handle that? People need that advice. Mm -hmm.
2: And this can
1: be
0: whenever. I kind of want to hear your worst one ever. Yeah, this can be through your whole career. I'm
1: trying to think. Okay, so I haven't really had, like, a... No, I swear. I swear in my life, I haven't really had one where you'd be like, holy shit, that happens. But I've just had a lot of those, like, Karen clients. Um, you know what I mean? Okay, so, like, give com- us an
2: example and how'd you handle it?
1: Okay, how I handled it, I was like, I'm just kidding. She <laughs> flipped the camera off, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she said, flip um, that piece. No, okay, so for- I- the worst client i ever had was literally just like this girl who came in to get lashes done she brought her boyfriend with her Ew, first of all cringe, i hate that. I hate, that I hate that i hate that why are you bringing your boyfriend with you for a two and a half hour update? for anything he's even if home. you're getting your nails done brazilian
2: whatever like fucking leave his ass home yes don't you want literally, time apart
1: he's here why is he here so first of all this is like at the beginning of me doing lashes too so i'm like already like stressed and then she comes in with her boyfriend and I'm like okay now I'm double stressed why the fuck is your boyfriend here then she's like I'm like she clearly doesn't know how long this takes or the process otherwise he would not be here right now so I was like hi blah." blah." he literally brings a seat sits it next to my bed no and is holding her hand as if she's birth we're here for lashes we're here for lashes We are not giving birth
0: I'm having a flashback of when I gave a facial to a client, and Shut she up. brought her Shut husband. Up. Her husband was getting the facial, and she would stand up in the middle of the facial, and like, rub and his she hands. came over and like, give me your hand, held his hand, and like, they would look at each other while I'm giving him a facial. She'd be like, "Oh my god, I love you," and they would like give each other kisses. Okay, it was the hardest I, experience in my life. I gotta throw in my PTSD experience
2: from a you guy so, oh. I was waxing this chick's legs, and she had her husband come in with her, which I was like, whatever. Who gives a fuck? It's legs. It's not a Brazilian. It's not too creepy. He literally walked over to my table, got a pump of lotion in his hands, and started like massaging her hands. What? Why are waxing her? waxing her legs? Why do
1: people do the things that they do? I don't understand. And I was like, so this-, this is oh. so uncomfortable this girl lays down and like, I'm still new at the beauty society at this point. So like all the girls, literally every girl is at work that day, of of course. course, And they're all like texting in the group. And I'm like, can't laugh because I have the client in front of me. And like, I'm like, they're all like blowing at the phone. Like, LOL, this is so funny, blah, blah, (laughs) blah. And it's like, I'm just so scared to get lashes. Like we'll be able to stop in the middle and like take breaks in between. Right. I am like, no, like, I have clients after you. This isn't like an all day, like kind of thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. So then I get tapes for eyelashes and everything. And I go into the first lash and I separate. And she's like, I think I'll just do a lash lift instead. <laughs> Good, bitch. It was L-O like minute thing. Uh, but like, I can't really think, I've had a lot of just like snooty nose in the air kind of clients, but I really, really haven't had like a, terrible experience with one just some bitches that's it no, like nothing <laughs> crazy not with bad. like your like policies or anything like that like
2: people being like now nah, fuck your policies no
1: honestly um since I've been open at black label aesthetics I have had one no call no show damn and snaps that's for you <laughs> Hey, one. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I don't know if it's because I just make sure and text all my clients beforehand. I have to put a card on file and I do charge the whole entire service if you don't come. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's also, yeah, I just don't, I'm not fucking around with any of that. Like you're paying, Period. you're paying. Coming. I mean, so I think a lot of my clients know that they sign waivers, they do all of the things. So I haven't had honestly any troubles with any clients at this studio, thank God. But I just had a lot of, Just suck at bitches at my last job that I was just like, all right, ma'am.
0: I hear you. (laughs) I hear you. That was a lot at Westfield. Okay. So Ashley, plug, please, everything that you would like to plug. Give us your Instagram, your socials, where people can find you, all that jazz. All right.
1: um, I'm Black Label Aesthetics on everything. Um, BLK, LBL Aesthetics on TikTok, on Instagram, website, blacklabelaesthetics.com. That's pretty much all I have right now. Um, other than just if you're a newer SD and you're looking for a business coach, just keep a little eye out on my page for an announcement hopefully soon. But we'll see how, you know, where life takes us and when that actually will be coming about. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you again for taking the time to chat with us today. I know I appreciate it. and we have Some good advice, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah. It's okay to not, Finish Have the your damn to-do, to-do list. list done. All right guys, that's yes. <laughs> that's going to wrap it up today and we will catch the vibe next time. Peace. Peace.